Welcome, welcome, welcome again to another edition of Through the Announcer's Table. We got a very special edition of the show today because I am going to be putting myself in the WWE writer's room and I am going to predict the outcomes for each of the matches that are going down Saturday, February 18th in La Belle Provence, Montreal, Quebec at the Elimination Chamber. First up, we have Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley in a mixed tag team match. The way I see this one going, I think that Rhea and Finn are going to win this match only because I don't see them ending this feud at Elimination Chamber. This feud's been going on for months and months. It's been building in different ways for months. So I just don't see them blowing off this feud one month or so or two months or so for out from WrestleMania at Elimination Chamber. So what I think is going to happen is there's going to be some run-in with the rest of the Judgment Day. There's going to be some heelish shenanigans in which Edge and Beth Phoenix are defeated that will set up the final blow-off match between Edge and Finn Balor, which will be at WrestleMania. And I believe that match definitely has to be something epic like a TLC or a Hell in a Cell match. Either way, don't see them ending the feud here this way. And also, don't forget the fact that they still got to build up Rhea Ripley as a super threat to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania because that's where she's going next. She's going after the SmackDown Women's Championship. So it wouldn't be wise from a wrestling booking perspective to have Rhea Ripley take an L you know, right before her WrestleMania main event. So I, I think they're going to make her look strong. I think either way, it's probably going to end in some sort of schmoz. And it's going to be Balor and Ripley on top at the end. The next matchup is another long-term feud. We have Brock Lesnar taking on the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, my prediction just kind of follows the logic of wrestling storytelling in which you have one guy win one match, the other guy win the next. You have the so-called rubber match, the third match, in which... Winner sort of takes all in the imaginary series. So if we're going by that logic, we had Brock Lesnar defeat Bobby Lashley at Crown Jewel. So I think it's logical that they're going to give Bobby Lashley the win at Elimination Chamber. The way they're going to do this, it's definitely not going to be a clean win where it's just a straight up pinfall because they got to keep Brock strong. And also, don't forget... They've been teasing the return of the Hurt Business for the past few weeks. So, and you've seen Bobby Lashley return to the to the heel Bobby Lashley wearing the custom suits and the sunglasses. So, I think you're going to see a big run-in with Shelton Benjamin, with MVP, with Cedric Alexander, with Omos. And I think the Hurt Business will be reformed and they're going to have another match at WrestleMania and they'll build that as the final matchup between the two of them. And uh, I think that's the right call. I, I think this is an epic feud. I like the contrast between both guys, you know, Brock Lesnar being the good old country prairie boy where he's uh, looking like Jacob Snell from the Ozark. And you have Bobby Lashley being the badass hurt business 
leader. So I think it's a great contrast, and I think it's going to be a perfect way to end off that feud at WrestleMania. Next up, we have the first namesake match of this event. The Women's Elimination Chamber match that will determine the number one contender for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship. And I think they're going to go with Asuka to take this match for a number of reasons. The first one being, they've really been building up Asuka as this almost a creepy, spooky villain that they like to do. And when a WWE starts pushing a new character, you always start to think that they're going to go with them to go over a match. And I think that's what they're going to do here. Asuka is also the most well-known face in this in this match here, and more of a main event player. So I think that's why they're going to go with her as well. She also has the in, the the history with Bianca Belair when they had that weird trio tag team of her, Alexa Bliss, and Bianca that was kind of just thrown together. But they have that history there, so definitely going to pull at that thread. And uh, don't be surprised if you, somehow Bailey and Becky get their way into this match or into this feud and it becomes a fatal four-way match for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Next, let's switch over to the Men's Elimination Chamber match that will be fought for the United States Championship. Now, before I get to my prediction, I love that this match is for the U.S. title. Firstly, it gives legitimacy, real legitimacy, for that title to become a main event championship, even though we know that the most coveted championship that they've pushed is the Universal Championship, WWE Universal Undisputed Championship. The name is jumbled up in my mind. But having this match for the U.S. title, it helps to elevate the title, but also helps to elevate a lot of the guys in this chamber match that, by and large, with the exception of Seth Rollins, are mostly mid-card talents looking to break into the upper card. So here's how I think it's going to go. I think that you're going to come down to two. You're going to come down to Seth Rollins and Austin Theory as your final two. And what's probably going to happen, in my opinion, is that Logan Paul is going to find his way into the chamber. He's going to distract Seth Rollins. And Austin Theory will pick up the win, thus retaining his United States Championship. Now, what this does is it sets up two pretty big matches that will come at WrestleMania. Obviously, you'll have Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. They've been building that up since the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins has been talking in kayfabe on the Pat McAfee show about how he doesn't like Logan Paul, how he's an outsider. So there you go. You have a ready-made feud on the other hand, you have Austin Theory, who's been rumored to go against John Cena at WrestleMania, which would be absolutely massive for Austin Theory's career. And having it for the United States title is actually a pretty great idea because it's a callback to John Cena's first WrestleMania match. That was 20 WrestleManias ago at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden, where John Cena won the United States title. So... Having him face Austin Theory for the United States title two decades later is actually really quite the callback and quite great storytelling. I'm looking forward to both of those matches when they happen. And last, but certainly, certainly not least, we have the main event, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal WWE Championship. It's going to be epic. Now, before I get to my prediction... I have to say that 
This is going to be one of the most epic crowds we've ever seen in wrestling. And I don't think that's an exaggeration. I think how you can compare them, you can compare them to two different crowds. You can compare them to the 2006 One Night Stand crowd where John Cena faced Rob Van Dam and all of the ECW faithful were absolutely making John Cena the biggest heel slash pariah of all time. And it compares also to the, and probably more aptly, to the event in Chicago, the Money in the Bank 2011, where CM Punk faced John Cena again. And CM Punk was the hometown hero in Chicago. And it was an absolutely raucous crowd. I think you're going to see much of the same, if not more, with a Sami Zayn crowd in Montreal. And I'm really torn with this pick because it's a real heart-head situation. My head says that WWE is just going to do the WWE thing. They're going to kind of ignore Sami Zayn. They're going to have him, let him have his moment in Montreal. He'll get squashed by Roman Reigns. He'll move into the background, and then it will be... Roman versus Cody, full stop at WrestleMania. Now, that would be a massive mistake on a lot of levels because, firstly, this is a superstar, megastar, actually, making opportunity in Montreal with Sami Zayn. Like, him winning the title would be looked back on 20, 30 years from now, like we look back on the Stone Cold winning the championship or any name any other you know, wrestling moment where a star was made, that would that's what you would be comparing it to. And it would instantly make Sami Zayn one of the top guys there is. And on the flip side, if you bury Sami Zayn, you push him to a tag team match with Kevin Owens versus the Usos, and then you just make it Cody and Roman, the crowd is going to reject that fully. And what's going to happen is they're going to take a guy that they see as their biggest baby face and they're going to turn him into a heel. They're going to, he's going to be booed like a Roman Reigns, like a John Cena was. And they don't want that because they don't want Cody Rhodes to be a villain. He's their top face or one of their top faces. If you make Sami Zayn win the match and you have a triple threat match with Cody, Sami, and Roman, or you split the belt somehow, you have two matches on two different nights You'll, you'll be making two big baby faces and not really hurting Roman Reigns at all. I mean, he's had the belt for almost three years. So I think that's the most optimal path they will take. But I've been watching wrestling long enough to where I am healthily skeptical that they will make the right decision. But with that being said, I think that the Triple H era is a little bit different in that they will pivot to listen to the audience. And I think the way they've been building it up kind of suggests they might be going with the shocker here. Maybe they maybe they do have Sami Zayn take out Roman Reigns. I'm going to put that down as my hot take prediction. And I may look stupid. I may have egg on my face, but I don't care because that is the best possible outcome for everyone involved. So I'm going to say I have faith in you, Triple H. Make the right decision. Put the belts on Sami Zayn.
And also, for the love of God, I know that we're in Montreal, but if they make this another Montreal screw job situation, I'm going to scream. Because my Montreal screw job happened almost 26 years ago, okay? Most of the fans watching did not see the Montreal screw job in person. Okay, they, they didn't see it as it happened. They only seen it in documentaries and because it's been rehashed so many times. We need to let that one die, okay? Do not do a thing where Triple H comes and rings the bell and has Roman Reigns win. Please, for the love of God, do not do that. It is so played out. It is so boring. It's so predictable. As long as they don't do that, I think I'll be okay.